Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries of rural North Carolina, and I'm glad you decided to join me in this episode. There are many of us that have people in our lives that are going through various things, but I want to encourage you as you work with them through those things. So please enjoy this episode entitled, Love Said Not So. Love said, not so. As I said in the intro, many of us have people that are close to us that seem to find themselves in a mess. What they're doing, what they're participating in is just so far from God, so far from salvation. And most of them know better. Many of them are adults, some of them are children, but they know better than where they find themselves in. And when we see people like that, you know, it's easy to want to cut people off. It's easy to be tired of their mess and it's easy to be through with people. But I want to encourage you in this message to let love say something different. To let love refuse to allow them to stay in that place they're in. And it requires us to go and work with those that are struggling in these areas. Uh, many times we'll say give them time or let them take time. They'll come around in due time. But that's not the time we have left on this earth. Tomorrow is not promised, and it's never promised. So we have to begin to change our approach and go in love to rescue those. Go in love to, 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 to tarry with those. Go in love to battle with those, to pull them out of that place. Because we know James 5 and 20 lets us know that he that converts a sinner saves a soul from hell and covers the multitude of sins. And so we want to understand that we're working to save a soul. We're working to bring someone out. And so allow yourself to say, love said, not so. So the first scripture I'm going to hit, we're going to look at is in Genesis. Now, this is dealing with Lot and Abraham. If you know in Genesis um, 19, you know, when the, the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. But what we know is that, that God sees the sin of, Sar, of Sodom and Gomorrah, and he's decided that he's going to destroy them. And so Abraham begins to petition the Lord to spare that place for one righteous person because he's concerned about Lot and his family. If you remember early in Genesis that Lot and Abraham were, were dwelling together, and then as they as they as the things of that they had begin to grow, that their men or their slaves begin to fight amongst each other. So instead of being um, in conflict, um, Lot told Abraham, that, I mean, Abraham told Lot to choose where you want to go. And Lot saw how pretty it was in Sodom and he chose that and he went. And we know in chapter 14, they had, had war in Sodom and Gomorrah and um, Lot and his family were captured and Abraham had to go to war and get him out in trouble then. And now we see ourselves in um, Acts, in Genesis chapter 19, where once again, Lot is in a mess and Abraham has to intercede for him again. So love said not so. Remember that love said not so. So we'll find ourselves in Genesis chapter 19, I'm sorry, ch chapter 18. Okay. And so we see in verse 23, when when um Abram hears from the men of God, the angels, that God is gonna going to um to to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he began to pray. Verse 23, 18 and 23. 
And Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Preadventure there be fifty righteous within the city, will thou also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do that after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and the righteous should be as the wicked that far be from thee, shall not thy judge the earth and do right? And the Lord said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare all the places for their sakes. All right, let's skip down to verse 31. And Abraham says this, and he said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak to the Lord. Preadventure, there shall be twenty found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for twenty sakes. And he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak yet but this once. Preadventure, ten shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for ten sake. And the Lord went his way as soon as he had left communion with Abraham, and Abraham returned into his place. All right, so we see Abraham now understand that Lot is in trouble, and he's asking God to spare his life. His love for his brother, his, his nephew, is asking God to spare him and his family, even though he's in a mess. Okay, and so now I want to take you to Ephesians. Um, two and four, so we can see ourselves in the state that we were in when love said not so for the sinner again. And it says, Ephesians 2, verses 1 through uh, 5 says this, And you hath he quickened who are dead in trespasses and sin, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and the power of the air, the spirit that worketh in the children of disobedience, among also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, rich in his mercy, for his great love, wherein he loved us, even when we were dead in our sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, and raised us up together, and made us to sit together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Love said not so. So in our first part of the text, we see Abraham that has a, a nephew in a mess. Chose wrong, over there in a mess, and I had to go get him again. So he had to get him in chapter 14 when there was a warden inside of Good Morning, his family captured. And now once again, now God's going to destroy him because he chose to stay in a place where a bunch of mess was going on. And um, now I got to go intercede for him again. And that's how many of us feel. We have these loved ones and friends and, and people in our lives that keep getting into the same mess, keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. They keep seeming to find themselves in a mess. There's another phone call. There's another text message. There's another visit to the hospital, to the, to the drug place. There's another visit to the jail. There's another time in court. There's another loss of a job. They're always into something because they keep being in a mess and you're tired of it. And you're ready to cut them off and you're sick of them. But you got to take the posture of Abraham and say, love said not so. I refuse to let you go to hell. I refuse to let this be your state. I refuse to let you be a drug addict and a drunkard and, 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 and a sinner and in a mess all your days. You will not be a, a bum. You will not be what people call a loser. You will not be lost. And I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to get in your business. I'm going to come get you out of mess. 
once, twice, three times, no matter how it is, I'm gonna dwell with you. I'm coming to get you because love said not so. I refuse to see you in this state. I refuse to see you like you are. I won't be settled in my spirit about it. I won't reconcile that that's just life. I won't reconcile my mind that he'll come around one day. No, I'm going to have a spirit, a sense of urgency. You're going to have a sense of urgency to say, love said not so. Brother, I don't want to see you like this. Sister, I don't want to see you like this. Nephew, I don't want to see you like this. Niece, I don't want to see you like this. Son, I don't want to see you like this. Daughter, I don't want to see you like this. And I will fight tooth and nail. I will hold on. I will bite. I will scratch. I will claw. I will pray. I will cry. I will shout. I will dance. I will fast. Because love said not so. This will not be your end. And that's the posture we got to begin to take when we see our loved ones slipping away. When we see people going down the road, love said not so. They're in a mess and you know it. And because you love them, you cannot say things going to be all right. You cannot turn a blind eye to it. You cannot accept it and think it's God's will. You got to begin to say, love said not so. It's not so. And when you see them acting out, Begin to declare God's word over their life, even at their worst. You will be saved. You will live right. You will be um, full of the Holy Ghost. Well, you will walk in truth. You will be delivered. You know, you got to begin to say those things, even when you sin the worst. And that love of God, let it overtake you. Don't worry about being vulnerable. Don't worry about them taking advantage of you. Don't worry about if they go out again. You got to be committed to love and say, not so I don't want this to be your end. This will not be your end as long as I am breathing. Love has to say not so. And when we see that in Genesis that Abraham, he's petitioning God. If you notice, he started with 50 and went all the way down to 10. He's praying and he's trying not to make the God angry, but he doesn't want to see his son, his family destroyed with the rest of those, with the rest of the people. And so he petitions God. At that point, he asks God for anything for himself. At that time, he don't have a child yet, but he's petitioning for his family member. He wasn't concerned about what he, what God had promised him. He wasn't concerned about what he was at. He was concerned about his family that was lost. And that's what you and I got to do. Be concerned about those people that we love. Be concerned about those people that are lost and begin to pray that they be saved. Pray that they be delivered. Pray that they be set free. Call, text, whatever you got to do to get in the midst of their business, to try to let them see the light of God, to try to say what God's words declares in their life because we don't want them to be lost. Love said not so. When you were at your worst, love said not so. The Bible said God commended his love toward us and that while we yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so we see in Ephesians, it talks about how we were living in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. It talks about how we were living, what our conversations were like, how we were giving into our lust. He said, but God, who was rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, God's love said not so. And he said, we were dead in our sins. He quickened us and made us alive together in Christ. And he has raised us up and seated us with heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Love said not so. We were destined for hell. We were destined for wrath. We were destined for judgment. We were destined to be eternally in hell and separated from God forever. But his love said not so. God saw his 
the need for salvation and he sent his son that mankind could dwell with him and not have the destiny of hell and we now have the gift of God which is eternal life through Christ Jesus love has to say not so you have to say not so no matter what you see when you get the phone call when you get the text message don't agree with it say not so say not so if you pray fast not so have somebody pray with you not so don't do it say to someone I'm going to hold you up when you're weak I'm not giving up on you I'm not giving up on you I haven't given up on you God haven't given up on you God says something different love has to say not so when the enemy tells you to give up when the enemy tells you to throw in the towel you know what you tell the enemy? Love said not so. I will not do it. That's got to be our posture, guys. We have people in a mess. People that we knew that loved the Lord have turned their back and are going a different way. We have children that are being rebellious, going against everything that you've raised them up in church. You've prayed over them. God has prophesied and give you words about their lives. And they're choosing something that's direct opposite of what God says. But you have to say, love said not so. You won't be a drug addict. You won't be a homosexual. You won't be a fornicator. You won't be a liar. You won't be a backbiter. You won't be a drunkard. You won't be an addict. You won't be rebellious. You won't be self. You won't be wicked. You won't be it. Love says not so. And because God has a his blood has been shed that you can come out of this thing. And I'm going to love you and pull you out of this fire to save your soul from hell. Guys, don't let the enemy tell you to cut people off. Don't let the enemy tell you that it's never going to happen. Love said not so because we were lost. But God with his great love, where he loved us, we were dead. He made us alive. And so the same God that saved you can save anybody. Take a walk down memory lane just a little bit and remember where you were when God saved you. And then come back into the present time and understand that the same God that saved me can save anybody and say, love said not so. Look, I want to thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I pray hoping something that I said today would encourage your hearts to keep holding on, to keep believing, to keep trusting God, to love those loved ones until you see the change that God wants to do in their life. I love you once again. Love said, not so. If you or a loved one needs to speak with a mental health professional, just dial 988 to speak with one. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus and the pardon of your sins and you want to be saved, just pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and answering my prayer. If you pray that prayer, you're saved, and I encourage you to reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and find yourself a local body of believers that can help you and disciple you in righteousness. Have a good day.